0: About friendship, what it really means to be a friend, to have a friend. So I used to think that I had friends until I became a nun. They all abandoned me, but one, because I was bald and dressed in curtains and they couldn't handle it. I had one friend left and we're still friends, she also practices the Dhamma. The only real friends are those that can support us on the path to truth, to realization of truth. So our family members, they are our relatives, but the Buddha says our real relatives are our Dhamma friends, our spiritual friends. They are our real relatives. I can meet somebody who I've never met before who practices the Dhamma and feel such a connection, such an intimacy. We can just talk immediately the same language and understand each other and each other's difficulties and joys quickly and easily and be happy sitting on a patch of dirt under the sky on a busy street, anywhere, and not care. Not care what we have to offer each other, to eat, or anything like that, because we have the dhamma. What we're doing here, what the wisdom of the mind, the little wisdom that that we need to get us into the hall, into the center, into the practice, is to find out what brings peace. To lead the mind to peace, we must learn about all that makes it unquiet. We must learn how to prevent those things from arising and how to deal with them if they do. This is very good advice for everyday life. If you're looking for friendship, look for somebody that can help you on the path to peace. And those people that don't, even if they are your dear relatives, then don't be that close to them. Because the Buddha said, stay away from foolish people. Stay away. It's just like stay away from foolish states of mind. Stay away. Because if you allow those people near you, it's as if you are in a a room where you can't breathe. It's as if you're drinking poison. It's as if you're collaborating with thieves who will steal your confidence, your good intentions, your discipline your patience, your direction in the Dhamma, your purity, your virtue in this life, in the holy life. And if you stay with mind states that are angry, full of desire, full of restlessness, full of tiredness, or full of doubt, it's as if you're allowing toxic waste to lie in your mind and body. It's really urgent. We can't be lackadaisical. We have to be so aware of what we're practicing. What are we rehearsing daily? Are we rehearsing loving kindness, compassion, empathy, empathetic joy, and equanimity? Or are we practicing greed, hatred, and delusion? That's what our true friendship should be with the four Brahmaviharas and with the Buddha. To be a friend to the Buddha, we should love wisdom more than life. That takes a lot of renunciation, and that's one of the paramis. If your practice isn't sailing along as you wish it were, then it might be you've got to dust off a few paramis, and patience is one of them. So rejoice in the opportunity and take it to heart. Be willing to risk your life to stay close to the Dhamma. Be a true friend to yourself. Be a true friend in the sense of let the Buddha be your guide, your master. It's not about gender, ladies. <laughs> He's like a true lord, the highest friend we could have. It's genderless. The awakened mind is beyond any of these characteristics of the body. What color is the mind? How can we speak about the mind in those terms? The mind is boundless, measureless. the highest. So thinking in these ways, we can proceed like true disciples. And a discipleship means we have to be humble because there's a lot to learn. Like being an apprentice, we have to slowly study, practice in the right way, listen, be alert, be aware, be grateful, and be content with little. Contentment and gratitude are two of the most important qualities for us as monastics. Because the complaining mind is always ready to attack, as we all know. The mind always finds the rotten bit and then complains about it, and that makes us feel alive, and this feeds the sense of self. It's just ignorance. Ignorance, delusion, craving. We must ever be on guard against Mara. But at the same time, the two most important beings in our lives, whether we love them or not, If we have a lack of love for our parents, then one thing this life should be dedicated to is finding a way to open to them with compassion so that we can retrieve a sense of gratitude to them for giving us life, the opportunity to practice. And if we have gratitude to them, then it's such a support such incredible support to have your parents as spiritual friends. And then in the end, we have to be our own parents.